Hello, and welcome to the Weekend Spread presented by The Schooner Pod. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, we got Jameson, we got Ty, and hey, if he records it on time, we'll clip in Blake, but you never know. <laughs> so guys, it was an interesting week. We had Blake go 7-1. and one. Those dice just got hot. They were another, a week, another week where Blake hated the dice, but he got hot. So now he's tied with... with He's tied with Ty. They're both sitting at 31 and 30 uh, atop the leaderboard. How embarrassed are we that we're losing to an inanimate object? I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed because I've hit my stride. I'm moving in the great positive direction. There's all hope for me. There's all hope. You know, I would have had a great week if Kansas didn't blow the cover at the end of the game. 14 points in like two minutes. Blew that cover. That would have been six and two for me. That was ridiculous. And I was, I, they should be embarrassed. Absolutely embarrassed. It was, it was tough because we, you know, the actual human beings actually really had some good. We, we had a chance to beat Blake on that Rutgers game that got so brutally overturned. I'm still hurting about that because I put real money on that one. Not really mm-hmm. at government. Uh, but it, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was one of those weeks. My microphone was the wrong way the entire time. Oh, wow. That is <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. One, one, one live viewer. Yeah, it's okay. it's while you were talking about, yeah, it's while you were talking about tax evasion anyway. By the way, we're not, we're not live. We're not live live, by the way, so we can reset. Oh, okay, okay. All right. We're, no, we're too deep into it. We're a minute no, in okay. already. That's true. That's true. All right. Michael Whitman, you'll appreciate the uh, audio being better here. But uh, anyways, look. It was it was a week where we were steady, but it wasn't enough because now Blake's beaten everyone, uh, but Ty, who he's tied with. So we're at real risk of listening to that mediocre, janky ass TCU fight song for eight out eight, eight hours straight, and it, it's not even good. No, it sounds not. like it, we're we're gonna beat him. Look, we're gonna we're, beat we're Blake. Not, it is. It, I don't want to say impossible. It's impossible for Blake to be meaningfully over 500 like if if you are if if any one of us can finish the season even like four or five games positive you have probably better than a 90 percent chance of of beating blake well look i'm just saying everyone thought insert candidate here if you had no chance of winning the election but as we saw on tuesday insert candidate here won the election so you know, you never know. I don't even think I there's going to be I a decision. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? The world is a different place. The world is a different place here. In what, clearly on Thursday, we're recording this pre-apocalypse. Uh, but pre-apocalypse advice is: don't pick Texas State every week if you want to have a winning record. I know I'm only having a winning record by one game, but if you pick Boko every week, he's going to disappoint you all but one weeks. I'm going to get into that later. Don't even come at me, bro. (laughs) Look, we're we're not picking Boko. We're not picking Boko. We're just not doing it. But let's let's get into the games we are going to pick. So, Ty, I know you're really thrilled. You you have to be thrilled about this one because, as we as noted, no, we haven't. I'm getting hyped. It's called, hey, look, it's called build up because I'm going to drop it. I'm going to hype you up and then I'm going to drop the pick. So, look, 
I know there's no bigger Mountain West stand than you. And here we have a ranked Mountain West matchup. The number nine, well, I guess BYU is not Mountain West anymore. Never mind. We have Independent versus Mountain West. <laughs> Blake, or, or Ty, you're Blake's wagon. Blake's not here. Blake's not oh, here. Ty, you're, this is, I'm glad we're not live for this. Ty, you're wagon BYU versus, uh, you know, a Mountain West team, which you like. So the Cougars, only favored by two and a half points, have not missed a cover yet. Is this is this some sort of witchcraft? Is it trickery? Or uh, do you think BYU is going to cover this? I have no idea what's going on here. I have no idea why this line is so low. I feel like I'm really missing something. They're probably going to absolutely get stomped. But BYU is undefeated against the cover, and they refuse to not run up the score, including running trick plays to continue to run up the score in the fourth quarter. So I'm going BYU. I, f- I feel like this is a pretty easy – like, you know, I like this. This is like shooting, like, warm-ups before the game. Like, we're out there – you know, just shooting around, except you're hitting all of them. This is like, I don't even know what this is like. This is so easy. It's, I don't know why it's this low. Give me BYU. Hey, look, I, I think that's totally fair. Um, I'm probably going to go with BYU here. I know Blake is probably, you know, I'm going to clip him into some screechy rant about, oh, you can't go against Boise State, you know, on the turf. But look, yes, I can, because BYU is going to find a way to get this done, get the win. Give me the Cougs. Jameson, do you share my same optimism for BYU on the road? The past two games we've said on the Pick'em that this line looks weird. Um, it went the weird way. Uh, first was Liberty, um, Syracuse, mm. and Liberty waxed. The second one was last week with West Virginia. You know, that game looked weird. West Virginia waxed, you know. But I'm going BYU. I and just from what I've seen, um, they just BYU's look like really, yeah, yeah. They look like a legitimate team, and it's minus two and a half. And like you said, I don't care if it's Boise. That's going to play a big part in it, and that's why they aren't going to win by double digits. You know, like they've been killing everybody else. So yeah, give me BYU minus two and a half. I I, I feel like it would be disappointing if they only won by three. It'd obviously be very, very disappointing if they lost, and that's definitely a possibility. But I feel like just if they only won by three, I feel like that'd still be disappointing. So I'm going BYU here. Jameson, that fake out gets seven point one uh, out of ten corsos there. So good work oh my there. God. Very <laughs> solid fake out. But not so fast. <laughs> not so fast, my friend. All right, moving on to our next game, the world's largest cocktail party. It's Florida. It's Georgia. UGA's favored by six. Uh, I can hear the SEC theme now, right in my ear. You know the CBS theme. This is this is a good one, uh, top ten matchup. But uh, let's be honest, Georgia has not looked great this season. I feel like they're a little flat. Florida, you know they they lost to the Aggies, who you know, might I don't I I don't even want to say it. Might be making a playoff run. He said it. <laughs> so Jameson. <laughs> do you think the dogs are going to come out ahead here, get another win? Also, this line is bad and I haven't fixed it yet. It's Georgia minus tree fitty. Oh, so the, it opened at six. I slid to tree fitty. Do you oh, think, well, well. Are, are you going with the betters here? Or you, do you think the line shift has something to it or uh, you sticking with the dogs? My God, my you just put me on the spot. I was gonna pick Florida, but now I don't know. 
you know, Georgia being at home, Tree Fitty, like people all no, against it's, them. It's a neutral site, neutral site, because oh, it's at Jacksonville shoot. every year. Oh, you're right. Okay, I knew that. I totally knew that. I was I was just looking at the graphic. Okay, no, now good. I'm really ring dingered. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> screw it. Let's just go. Let's just go with Georgia here. Georgia minus Tree Fitty. I really don't know. I I did not even. I, this is totally on the spot for me. It hey, sucks being the first person. It, it, it's okay. Next time you'll be the last person. And uh, shout out to the uh, uh, vocab term of ring dingered. I'm sure the Gooners, <laughs> the Gooners listening, definitely love that. Look, this is a perfect position for Florida. I, I'm not in love with the Gators, but they're looking sharp. They're putting up numbers. UGA has been flat. Not a fan of Stetson Bennett. Uh, the, the, I, I just, I feel like that style of play comes to bite yet. At some point, uh, it's going to be a close game. But uh, give me the Gators to roll big, or not roll big, but to win. <laughs> Gators to win in the cocktail party. Jacksonville will be going crazy. It'll be a good time. Uh, Ty, who do you got in the battle of the? Uh, I, who do you got in the battle of the Florida Georgia line here? Yeah, oh, I don't everyone's know. favorite country band. So the thing is, is it's it's a quarterback battle. In like the worst way. <laughs> Pardon? Like Florida's, Florida's got their their dude. I I forget his name now. It's not Felipe Franks. Trask, right? Yeah, Trask. I, yeah, yeah. Felipe Franks is at a, is at a Arkansas. Arkansas. Who knows? Same thing, really. Um, irrelevant SEC teams for Bama to roll over. Um, I forgot what I was. Doing. Oh. Um, <laughs> Tenson Bennett from Georgia, also trash. Uh, so trash that some are saying he makes Bo Nix look like Bo Nix should be a starting quarterback. Bro, um, I'm just going to stop you. Kyle Trask is actually really good for Florida. So He's good. Um, He's actually good. Okay. I mean, that's just your opinion, though. Um, but anyways, I yeah, I'm going to go with Florida here. Also to roll big at plus tree fitty. Yeah, eighteen right. touchdowns, two interceptions for Trask this year. Yeah, guy's good. That guy, that guy's good. So, all right, let's that move on. He's good. That just means he hasn't thrown more than two interceptions. I, I'm gonna cut you off there, buddy. We're we're moving on. <laughs> let's move on to uh, probably the no, not probably the biggest game of the week. It's number one Clemson. No, it's God, <laughs> it's number one Clemson at Notre Dame. Clemson favored by two and a half without Trevor Lawrence. Uh, the Tigers struggled in their game against Boston College, had a uh, pretty solid comeback in the second half and held on for dear life as Boston College uh, floundered their opportunity away. But this is a different story. Notre Dame, they've been shaky, but you know what? They've you know found a way to win the past couple games. Do you think the Tide pull off – or the Tide, what am I saying? The Irish pull off a <laughs> – you couldn't pick a different team. Uh, the Irish pull off a massive upset in South Bend. Ty, what do you think? Uh, with – this is going to come back to bite me. I, without Trevor Lawrence and looking at how Clemson was last week against BC, give me Notre Dame. I hate to say it. I don't like Notre Dame, but give me Notre Dame. Hey, that's fair. I'll, I'll say this. Clemson does this thing every year where they go in and they, you know, half-ass a couple games. 
you see him play bad against Syracuse or you see him play bad against, you know, a, a Boston college. And you're like, Oh, this Clemson team, they're not actually that good. Look what they did. They looked pretty bad against insert bad team here, but they always turn it on because they're Clemson and a motivated Clemson team. I I feel like can beat just about anyone in college football. And look, they're, they, they're hearing it. They're hearing that they're getting counted out. I think their quarterback is more than steady. Uh, He's say it. Say his name. Uh, it's uh, is it Ojalele? <laughs> Ojalele. Nobody knows how to say. Nobody knows how to say. DJ Ogawagabu. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's it. That works. That works. Uh, him. He's look. He's a solid quarterback. A lot of people think that this is a Trevor Lawrence issue. It wasn't. The defense the, uh, is going to tighten up their mistakes. The offense. You know, they're. I, I think they're going to come in steady, focused. Tra- uh, Etn has another um, excellent game, so give me Clemson to win this one. But um, I don't know; it, it, it's a tough one. This isn't going to be a blowout. Jameson, who do you have? DJ Uion Galele. I was pretty close on that first one, but that's how you say it. I just looked it up. Um, yeah. So this dude was, you know. I understand he's young, but he was one of the best, if not the best, um, high schooler coming out of the nation. I saw John, James St. John Bosco in um, California. He's a stud. He's really good. Um, two-sport athlete. And this was his first game starting versus Boston College. And Boston College came out and had a lot of big plays. But he came back and led them back to win that game. And there was really nothing that he did bad that whole game. He was solid. I like Clemson a lot here. I like a minus two and a half. Um, like you said, Bobby Clemson, they they came out and they didn't have it, and that was the wake up call. And now they got a big game, and I just I just can't see Notre Dame winning this game, even though it's at home. You know, I liked Ian Book, but they just haven't been just wowing me this season in Notre Dame. And if they would have just had a couple games this season where I've been wowed by them, I lean towards picking them. I just haven't been wowed with them, even though they got a really good um, defensive line. I just I see Clemson winning this game. By three or more. Yeah. Hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. But again, I could see no damn winning, but I'm not in the mood and not in a good place on the standings to pick against a motivated Clemson. So moving on, look, we finally got all these, you know, crappy top 10 games out of the way. So let's move on to what y'all really, really want to see. Yeah, that's right. We're back in the Big 12. We got Texas Tech at TCU. The Frogs are favored by 10. Are y'all hype for the Battle of West Texas? Is no. actually, it's actually the name of the rivalry, the West Texas Championship, despite the fact that TCU is no bit where near West Texas. It makes no sense. But neither does either, neither, neither do either of these teams. Very weird, very meh. Jameson, I'll let you start. Do you think the Frogs cover nine and a half here? yes i do i do and i don't feel one looking good about it and here's the deal whenever we're picking that tcu baylor game last week you know it's just like tcu is bad baylor's bad but i'll just go with baylor and baylor just stunk it up but then tcu stunk it up for the second half it was honestly just baylor stunk it up more in the first half than tcu stunk it up in the second half here's my deal and I said this is my reasoning last week in picking against Ooh. TCU, and I'm doing it now with Texas Tech. I did not see much that I liked with Texas Tech. I really didn't. 
in the slightest. I can't say, yeah, what I saw from Texas Tech recently with my recency bias wants me to pick them. So I'm going with that again, TCU minus nine and a half. Look, Texas Tech made so many mistakes on Saturday that I don't think they'll be able to, I, I think they'll be better than that. That was one of the worst performances we've seen out of Texas Tech. And that's a team that almost lost to a team that plays its home games with a CVS literally as one of its stands. So, look, Tech, not good. Um, They're particularly bad on the road. I think the Frogs, uh, you know, they needed that win. They might be a little energized. I think they get a win here and the cover. Give me TCU minus nine and a half. Ty, who do you got? Yeah, I, Tech. Uh, there's some important things that could change my opinion on this game. Uh, if Tech started Alan Bowman, who all you know, jokes aside, I think is their better quarterback, um, especially for the style of team that they have. Uh, big things that could go in TCU's favor. Uh, specific uniforms they definitely play better in. Um, I think the the purple uniforms with the black helmets is about their ideal, uh, you know, get up in terms of performance uh, when they try to go all black. It doesn't work, and, and you know, the normal helmets are, are unimpressive. I, I, I don't feel good about this one, but I'm going to go with the TCU here. I think uh, I think uh, Trayvon Boykin is, is going to have a good game. <laughs> <laughs> no, give me TCU. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. That's, it, it's to clarify. I know that he hasn't been there in years. That's it's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to save my Trevon Boykin jokes. Uh, pretty good game here. Um, we have <laughs> Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Uh, OSU is favored by 11 points on the road in the Little Apple. Pretty, you know, tough game for OSU. Uh, couldn't convert. Made too many mistakes, and. Um, you know, K-State looked awful on the road at Morgantown. So both teams looking to bounce back in their pursuit of a, a Big 12 championship appearance. Um, Ty, who do you got here? Do you think the Popes resp- uh, respond on the road, or is this a uh, Kansas State trap game? I was uh, disappointed but not surprised with last week uh, with Oklahoma State. Um, you know, it, again, not at all surprised how it ended up. It, it could have gone – you know, either way, really, you know, a little mistake, especially in an overtime game can be it. Um, so disappointed that that one was like it was, but I am still fairly high on Oklahoma State. I still think they have a really good chance, maybe the best chance at winning the uh, the Big 12 this year. Um, you know, I can't, can't say too much bad about Kansas State since we lost to them. But I think that, uh, yeah, I think Oklahoma State, even though they're on the road, is is going to handle in Kansas State. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> it was cool. I would have had like fifteen typos in this, but yeah, give me OSU minus eleven. This is the first typo I've had all season, and it's because Ford didn't show up, and I, it was, I, I screwed it up. I botched it. Botched graphic package. The podcast people are very confused, which is basically everyone listening to this. But anyways. <laughs> Look, I, I, I just I can't shake the fact that Kansas State is just I, I don't know. Little Apple just seems spooky as heck. If you're OSU, this seems like a trap game. 
but I just I can't put I can't I can't pull the trigger after what I saw in Morgantown. That was bad. That was real bad. Uh, so give me the pokes to win here. I, I don't feel great about this one. Um, I think they're going to cover that 11. Uh, but again, I, it, it feels gross. Kansas State now is probably going to find a way to win this. But uh, as we're standing as OU fans, you know, we kind of need the pokes to just kind of clear everyone else out. Uh, and Kansas State's next on that list. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to pick OSU here. Jameson, what do you think? Yeah, I like OSU. Um, you know, your boy Howard did not do well at all versus West Virginia. And in West Virginia, yeah, we said that they're average, but nothing too special to talk about. And they just whooped K-State. Yeah, give me OSU minus 11. Let's move. For sure. <laughs> Let's move on right to West Virginia. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> on the road in Austin, Horns favored by seven. Was that West Virginia game we saw in Morgantown a mirage, an illusion, or is or is that actually who West Virginia is? Are they putting it together? Jameson, uh, do you think they uh, can immediately deflate the situation in Austin after a uh, massive top five or top yeah top ten win? Stretch your hand out before you throw them up, Jameson. <laughs> no, I, I want to hurt your hand. I, I picked I picked Texas last week, and it was unpopular. I feel like all of the media was on OSU. Y'all were on OSU. And it's just like now I saw West Virginia, and like I said, even I don't know how real it was. I don't know how much it was K-State, but they looked really dang good. And Texas wins big game, and then they just come out, you know, just nasty the next game. That just makes sense. And I picked with the storyline last week. But nope, we're going with <laughs> seven. Yeah, come on. Texas is moving in the right direction. They're fighting for that coach. They don't want him to get fired. Come on. Herman's got to stay on. He's fighting for every ounce he's got. He's playing week by week. You just got to be 1-0 each week, Bobby. Just got to be 1-0 each week. And as OU fans, we need them to keep on winning. Y'all want someone else other than Herman as the coach? Nope. Nope. He's a perfect (laughs) Texas coach in every aspect of everything. He's hateable, but that's what you want from a Texas coach. Do you want a guy that's likable as a Texas coach? No, you don't. You want a fool that's an absolute just like piece of crap as a texas coach it is legitimately the perfect mixture of what you want as coach keep on winning texas and keep on winning big he's fighting for his job minus seven texas let's go horns up (laughs) that was the greatest little trick that you've done so far i think it was completely telegraphed i knew it was coming but you know it it was very satisfying i'm gonna give that 8.5 corsos out of 10 Solid, solid move there. Look, I this is letdown city for Texas. Um, I, I I do think they're going to disappoint, but I think they're going to win. I, I think we're going to see some like a a dicker the kicker game winner from like five yards out after a very thoroughly mediocre performance. But it ain't going to cover. Give me West Virginia to cover. Uh, it's going to be a close game. Uh, the Mountaineers, uh, they have it in their head that this is a rivalry. Uh, they're probably going to fight hard. This is their Super Bowl. So <laughs> I guess give me West Virginia to cover, but it's going to be close. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a sloppy game. Texas, that's all they do. All they do is play sloppy games. So give me the nearest. Ty, are you uh, – you got the index fingers ready? Your, your index what? and your pinky? Oh, oh Jameson, uh, once again, awesome. 
awesome analysis uh, on on Tom Herman, especially. I I think there was some merit uh, also, Bobby, to to some of the stuff that you said. But the thing about West Virginia for me is we saw what they can be last week and we saw what they can be in like a quarter and a half against Kansas. But the rest of the season, they have not been that. They are not consistent. They are. You don't know what you're going to get from them. They have to fly in pads, (laughs) (laughs) which is a factor. Um, but I think Texas at home, seven points, give me double horns up, easy Texas cover, easy Texas cover. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but easily by a touchdown. Easy Texas cover with us going against Bobby. Ooh. Hey man. Bobby, you want you want to walk back on your pick? No, I'm not. No, no, no. No, no, no. Go around here. <laughs> Moving on. We got Baylor at uh, Iowa State. The Cyclones favored by 13 and a half. Look, folks, I said it last week. This Baylor team, hot garbage. Do not trust them. And guess what? I was the only one to pick the frogs. Even even Blake. Who yes rolled for Baylor? Dice. He rolled dice, <laughs> but he, he rolled dice, but he said, "Oh, I like Baylor." He said he liked it, so he goes even, to Baylor. Yeah, okay. Well, he, at least he wasn't. He was. What I'm saying is, TCU had that. So I'm just saying this Baylor team's bad. I think this 13 and a half line is delicious looking. I love it, but I gotta stay with the order and ask Ty what he thinks. Ooh. Oh, okay. Uh, Bobby likes playing uh, the middleman. Yeah. I'm going with Iowa State. I just had, no, to, had to keep I, the order. You say that like I put like analysis into mine. I have my, I pull up ESPN as we go. And, and, and uh, but yeah, this one, I, I agree. I like this line. Baylor, not good at football this year. Um, Iowa State. Apparently better than OU. So, also everyone's a captain. Have to bring that up. But yeah, give me Iowa State. Yeah. Hey, that just means I have a lot of good players. They're all captains. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Iowa State <laughs> wins big in Ames. Uh, Dave Aranda. That, that's a defensive coordinator right there. So, Cyclones get the win. Jameson, your thoughts on this? I know last week you uh, went to the well with Kansas. I don't know if that was a Kansas like <laughs> pick or. <laughs> Not a fan of Iowa State pick, but what do you think here? Here's the deal. I, I, I had my past Kansas win. I, I, I lost this week. It sucks. It really does suck that they lost on the back door. You know, Kansas, you know, they've got to be the back doors. They don't lose on the back door. You run the damn clock out on Kansas. You know, put in the backup quarterback and he throws a 40-yard bomb for the back door. How dare Iowa State? How dare they? I'm really not happy with them. But here's here's I actually bring some legitimate analysis on why I'm going to pick Iowa State in this game. I was I mean Baylor made TCU's run game and offensive line look dominant last week. TCU ran for 247 yards. What from TCU's run game that you've seen these past couple games showed you any way, shape, or form that they are a 247-yard running back team? None. None at all. And guess what? Iowa State's got one of the best running backs in the nation. I'm, we can say that now. Brees Hall. He's very consistent. He gets his 100 yards a game each time. 
very, very good, very consistent. He's going to run all over this Baylor team. Give me Iowa State minus 13 and a half. Hey, say what you will about what we've said about Iowa State in the past. We've always been big Brees Hall boys. Mm-hmm. So we, we've been saying that from the get-go. The guy's a stud. Why so. did we get roasted for that? <laughs> that was the, the dumbest thing. We said he was the best player on the team, and Brock Purdy's overrated, and they'll talk about him. And he yeah, is. guess what? We were right. <laughs> Let's move on to the game of the century, of the week. I'm excited about it, as are y'all. We couldn't stop talking about it on the main Schooner Pod this week. It's Kansas at Oklahoma. Les Miles Miles makes his return to Memorial Stadium. Yes, that's right. Uh, Sooners favored by 38 points. The line has risen one point. So not not a big riser. But uh, Jameson is thirty-eight too many points. Are you tempted? No. Are, you no. tempted are you tempted to go with the Jayhawks? No, no I'm not tempted. The, the little Jayhawk is in your corner. I understand <laughs> that everyone's just going to pick OU, and this is a pretty big chalk week. There's not too much, you know, disparity in what we're picking. Here's the deal. <laughs> Come on, Kansas man. 38. OU just put up 48 points in the first half versus Texas Tech. Come on. OU minus 38. Simple. Absolutely. And I I think looking at this game, there was a quote from Spencer Rattler about last game that I really liked. He said, what I said to the last night with the team is, it's time for us to go out and embarrass somebody. We've been having these games where we're getting up and getting comfortable. Tonight we did get comfortable. We just kept running it up. Look, coming back to Norman, the last time they were on that field, they let a Kansas team sneak up, get them. Obviously, K-State's better than Kansas. But you know what? This OU team, is on. I, I think they're going to want to keep this up, keep it on a roll. And what team to beat the absolute snot out of and you know get that winning feeling back at Owen Field than the Kansas Jayhawks. So, you know, yeah, 38's a lot of points. But this OU team is real good. And... Uh, yeah, so give me give me the Sooners to cover this. I I, I was tempted by Kansas, but uh, I'm not going to make the same mistake I did last week and you know look at OU and not think they're going to blow out a really bad team. So yeah, Ty, are you going to dissent or are you uh, sticking with the Sooners? I absolutely hate OU lines above 28 because Lincoln Riley is unwilling to deliberately score more than 28 points or so on teams. Like, yeah, like I, I think this game very well, we could easily cover by the first half, get Mordecai to come out for the entirety of the second half. And we just play terrible and, and still win by, you know, 28, but we missed the cover by 10 points there. Uh, that being said, Kansas, you know, fool me once, you know, shame on you, fool me probably close to 37 times now in the history of the schooner pod. <laughs> Give me OU <laughs> not to be a homer, but just because I've been burned by picking Kansas so many times. I vowed earlier in the season, uh, never to ride with them again. And it has been a liberating experience, both for my win loss record and personal well being. Fair enough. So <laughs> here's to hoping Blake gets Kansas in the dice and we have an epic, epic meltdown. But anyways, Let's move on to my favorite pick of the week. As always, it's the wild card pick. I'm going to start on this one. 
And I'm going to roll with a uh, a line I really, really like. And I, I don't understand why they keep giving this team bad lines. Uh, Cincinnati-Houston. The number six Bearcats are a legitimately good playoff contender that I think, you know, we really should start talking about. And as an OU fan, you know, hey, maybe you want to see them lose if – I mean, we're not in. We're not getting in. We're not getting in. We're not getting in. But hey, this is like the fourth time Bobby's had like a Freudian slip about thinking about getting us in the playoffs, and then he like immediately tries to walk back on it. Like, come on, just tell us how you really feel. I'm saying we're not getting in, but if we did, I have I have an audio clip that I can conveniently cut off at the right time and be like, I was right the whole time. So, OU's not getting in. Called it here first. Or I could just cut off the not part and, you know. Or, yeah. OU is getting into the not. playoff. Not. Okay. <laughs> Cincinnati, 13 points spread against, against Houston at home. You don't pick against the Bearcats at Nippert Stadium. Everyone's afraid to play at Nippert Stadium. I'm telling you, since he's going to roll big here, I think they're a very solid team. Uh, have, have just been bowling over the competition. So, you know, I I I... I was looking at that Memphis game. I thought, you know, the Tigers, you know, maybe, maybe they could keep it close. Nope. 49, 10 SMU. I picked SMU to beat Cincy. You what happened? Nope. 20 uh, or 42 to 13. So yeah, no, look, Cincinnati is going to roll big over Houston. Yeah. Give me the Bearcats there. Jameson, your thoughts on your wild card. Who do you got? This is tough. This is really tough for me. Um, I wanted to pick some action, just throw out a team, but it's a Wednesday and we released that, you know, after I don't want to be that guy. I I want people to still have some, you know, like, Ooh, I know everyone's really worried about my wild card. I got my first win since week one in the wild card last (laughs) week. That was great. And it felt so good because I actually used my brain to pick a team, but now I'm going back and I'm like, but I want more fun. You know, Michigan State over Michigan was, you know, it was just nice, but I wasn't having fun with it. You know, it wasn't that high that I wanted. You had a 24-point super dog. How was that yes. not fun? Oh, it was, it was great. It was great. But it's no, you know, picking just a random team that you don't know anything about is so much more fun. Boko covered. Boko covered. And I didn't pick them. I feel like I've completely just let them down. Like, <laughs> what, what did I do? And I come to realize – when I don't pick Boko, they they cover. So this is very, very weird. Very weird. And it's and you know, picking the same team over and over, it's I kind of um a lot alluded to. I I don't do well with. But guess what? I'm doing it again. I'm going back to the Michigan State. Michigan State, come on. They are six and a half point underdogs for at Iowa. And, you know, Iowa this year, they're 0-2, and I understand they still got a pretty good team. Um, and they've lost close games. They lost to Northwestern by one, and then they lost to Purdue by four. They keep it close. And just my thing is with Iowa, even if they win, they're just a team that keeps things close. They don't really throw things down that much. Um, I understand it's at Iowa, and that's a good um, home field advantage, and Michigan State's coming off a high. They could kind of – um, take it down, but Michigan State showed up versus a good team. So I'm going to take Michigan six and a half. All right. I like it. Michigan, Michigan State. State, Michigan State. Michigan yeah. State, Michigan State six and a half. <laughs> One of them. Yeah. 
The good the one. green one. The green <laughs> one. The green Michigan. Speaking of which, <laughs> Michigan's a fraud. Uh, Ty, who do you got? This is known. Um, yeah, so I am jumping in. We had one on the slate. We had to pull it off. I am jumping in on some pack, some packion. I'm just gonna. That was that was it's terrible. <laughs> I took the one thing the Mac has. The Pac-12 already has Pac-12 after dark, and I took the one thing they have, and I made it into packion. This is Pac-12 uh, before morning. It's a 9 a.m. kickoff. Picking, yeah. I'm picking an 11 a.m. Central Time kick, and that is my lifelong fan, probably been a fan longer than any other team. Uh, USC is playing. uh, Just kidding. I'm an Arizona State fan. They're playing USC. USC is favored by 10. Um, It's completely a homer pick. I have no connection or, or actual loyalties to Arizona State at all, other than I like their logo and branding. I think it's cool. Uh, and they have a cool stadium. So give me Arizona State, who is going to get absolutely blown out, uh, plus 10.5 against uh, USC. I don't even know where they're playing. Oh, they're playing in, in Cali. Uh, so we'll see if this one even gets played. Um, but, yeah, give me, uh, give me Arizona State plus 10.5. Hey, you know, it's Herm, Homer pick time. You know, Herm Edwards is going to be fired up at 9 a.m., uh, ready to play some football. That is Pac 12 before light. So I love yeah, it. I, I, would have, I would have picked that game if I just didn't want to go with the first week of Pac. You know, uh, Jaden Daniels for Arizona State, the quarterback there, he showed some good things as a true freshman last year. So I like that pick. Absolutely. So, all right, guys. Well, hey, another great week of pick them. You know, uh, I love the mega slate here. It was a good time. So, um, yeah, that that was that's a good wrap. So, I think we'll wrap it up. So, for me, Jameson, and Ty, this has been the weekend spread presented by the Schooner Pod. We'll see you next week. Not it's Yosef <laughs> at Boca. We have a bonus pick for you folks. It's the Schooner Pod Bowl. Yeah, that's right. Appalachian State at Texas State. Our two favorite Sun Belt teams are like, I just love these teams. We, um, so really, we we got my App State Mountaineers versus Jameson's, uh, you know, Texas State Bobcats. It's a it's a wild line, folks. Let's let's get this going. So Jameson, I know we were excited to have this game. Um, how pumped are you to see Boko playing Yosef uh, in a colossal matchup? Almost as pumped to buy ESPN Plus just for this game. That's almost how pumped I am right now. You know what? Here's the deal. Like I said earlier in this, I every single time I pick Boko, they've given me nothing but L's. But I still have this great spot in my heart for them because it's just they're so fun. And I, they originally weren't my team. Ty picked them. And I loved the pick so much on his lock whenever he won it and before stand. And I thought it was just easy money. They've hurt. They've hurt. And 17 and a half, that's a line that is juicy versus a Yosef team that has been quite disappointing. But I am not going to throw my pick out yet. I'm not going to throw my pick out yet. Okay, well – all right. Well, look, I'll just put it this way. Look, App State has been App State's been bad against covering the spread this year. They've only done it once uh, a couple weeks ago uh, uh, on like a Thursday night, you know, fun action, weird stuff. 
But you know what? Look, Boko's bad. I've watched I've watched my friends, you two, just suffer through weeks and weeks and weeks of bad Boko picks. Mainly just Jameson. It's just me. It's just Boko once this year. Okay, so just Jameson. I, I just can't I can't watch you do that to yourself any longer. I'm gonna go with the uh, App State, obviously, to cover the 17. Uh, this is a team that's sharp. I'm sure they'll be very excited. As uh, I, I, I guarantee you, the entire Appalachian State team, uh, probably obsessive listeners of the Schooner Pod, they'll be fired up. Uh, Apps, Texas State also fired up. They know the stakes of this. They know we've been talking about them. We're the only podcast that talks about App State and Texas State as much as we do. But uh, it might actually be. Probably, probably very well could be. <laughs> Look, I'm just gonna I'm gonna shut up now because this is a fun end of uh pod content thing. Look, it's Yosef big time. So yeah, give me the Mountaineers. Ty, who do you got here? I I, I gotta do it. We we gotta pull up I for for real analysis here. I got a pencil out, I got nothing to write on. Um but we we have to talk about Boko. We got to talk about Boko's stats. Okay. So Boko the Bobcat, uh, born 1929, I believe, as I'm getting the page pulled up. Um, he has been studying at Texas State. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Boko was born in 1921. Uh, he's been studying at Texas State uh, since the 30s, um, apparently as a 4.0. Yet to graduate, still an undergrad. Um, he has a lot of activities that he enjoys. Um, unfortunately, according to his his Wikipedia at one point, that did also include supporting ISIS and Boko Haram, uh, which is probably a black mark <laughs> on his record. Um, and then he also enjoys female cats, which I believe there is a, a word for that. Um, but yeah, Boko all around chill guy minus his support for isis uh so you know just he likes the party uh isis did not um so weird anyways uh give me boko here because i don't like 17 and i just don't like that number i don't know if i've ever even seen a 17 and a half point line but uh i don't know anything about yosef either but i like boko's branding more and he likes to party okay so yosef is apparently appalachian mountain talk for yourself so <laughs> uh, actually really with, with the idea being that if you're an Appalachian alumnus fa- uh, fan or friend and have a heart filled with black and gold, you are Yosef. So really <laughs> I, I'm Yosef. We're all Yosef. Uh, <laughs> the end, the end of Spartacus. I'm Yosef. <laughs> no, I, I'm a Yosef. Except it's just Bobby and Ford. He, okay. Yosef. Yosef has a musket and a black and gold pickup truck called the Yosef Mobile, and it has been it has been passed along through generations of Yosef. <laughs> he, he's responsible for providing school spirit, uh, um, and you can also hire Yosef for one hundred fifty dollars for two hours worth of his time, but you must reimburse his uh, his travel as he, if he has left anywhere out of Watuka County in North uh, Carolina. So there you go. That's Yosef facts. That's actually kind of a steal. 
I know. We should we should hire Yosef to be on the pod. Yosef, come on the pod. For completely like irrelevant like just, games. Just, just like sit there and stare. Be like, yeah. Kansas, K State. <laughs> Great analysis there, Yosef. All right. So Ty, who did who did you who did you end up picking there? I, I got too engrossed in the Appalachian State facts. Texas State. Texas oh, State. Dang it, yeah. you're no fun. Has got I'm a sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I had to push Texas, it. Down I discovered back. Texas State. Oh, I discovered them years ago. I I gave it to you. I gave it to you, Ty, and I've told you every single time I picked Texas State. What do you mean you gave yeah, it to me? I, I told you whenever I was in my intro to this, and I didn't make my pick. I said I wasn't the one who figured out. I love Ty's pick. Yeah, yeah, no, and, I know. Yeah, and he I gave it up. He gave it up to you. Yeah. Oh no, I wasn't. I was. Yeah, I was. I, that was directed to Bobby. I think yeah, like, he okay. was surprised that I went with Texas State. I'm the original Texas yeah. State. A person that gets disappointed by them, whatever that term is. Yeah. <laughs> so, There's a reason so, I haven't picked them at all this year. You guys forced no, me into it. I think Boko Moneyline is the move here, Bobby. I'm no. feeling it. It feels so right. <laughs> it feels so right. Give me Boko <laughs> plus 17 and a half. I've got Ty on my side. Whenever he picked Boko, um, it was it's a, a pill. When when Bobby picks Appalachian State, it is a lock on the other side. Come on, Boko, I need you here. Plus 17 and a half. It's their time to shine. They covered last <laughs> week. This, you know, you know, it's only up from here, guys. You know, they're one in seven. All they care about is covering spreads now. You know, I, I will tell you the story of a little boy who once picked Texas mm-hmm. State uh, money line. It was a good line. It was plus 220. Uh, they were playing the meager Troy Trojans. That was going to be okay. Nope. They lost by 20. I lost $4. I was that little boy. And I will never trust Texas State again. I lost $4. <laughs> I would, I'm ruined. Give me Yosef to win big. They are an absolute wagon. And they will get it again. And yeah, Boko screwed. No. So. Uh-uh. Take the uh. Boko pill. Don't take the Boko pill, people. If you're still listening to this, don't do it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, for real, this has been the Schooner Pod. Guys, anything you want to say before we leave? Uh, I'm worried that our our fake sign-off was too convincing. And, <laughs> no and that nobody <laughs> nobody watched the Boko. Zero, zero viewers got to hear this part. That's okay. I don't, I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. For me, Ty, Jameson, and Boat and Blake, this has been the Weekend Spread presented by the Schooner Pod. We'll see you next week, and uh, happy picking. I'll go ahead and end the broadcast.